just kidding. I was... <laughs> this got caught. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're back home. Humble Breaker is sadly over. And we're back. Um, apparently, it's episode 285. I thought it was 283. I was just going with what was in the template. Oh, this didn't update. Sorry. Automatic couldn't be with us here tonight. Uh, so instead of him being here, we're going to talk more. And we might even play Street Fighter 6. Who knows? Uh, but welcome back, everybody. This is Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show. I'm Elon, as always. Uh, and boy, we have a lot to talk about today. It's, it's finally here. Can you believe it? I, I, I think I'm like half dissociated. Uh, because like I, 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 don't, I half don't believe that it's happening. That Street Fighter 6 is out. Well, like ish. It's out-ish. Yeah, I for, yeah, I completely forgot to update that. That's my bad. Uh, so just, you know, Elon on the top right took the day off, and so we didn't get automatic because I'm a big dummy, and I forgot to confirm with him. <laughs> uh, 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah, um, unless you uh, travel to Japan. If you travel to Japan, like a lot of people did today, you can play Street Fighter Six. One more day until the rapture. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. I want to talk about Combo Breakers because Combo Breaker was an amazing, amazing experience. Uh, thank you, everybody, if you tuned in to our show on Thursday. Uh, big thanks to Lord Tommy Two-Step for joining us. Dude, Tommy is such a cool dude, man. He was so fun to hang with. He was so cool to have on the show. Uh, so big ups to Tommy. Uh, I also roomed with Raph from Houston, you know, the commentator Raph. Uh, super cool dude. Again, like those two like were the coolest roommates and it's the first time I've had roommates in a hot minute, so I was a little bit worried, but they were super nice, man. Uh, nothing but nice things to say about those guys. So we're going to talk Combo Breaker. I'm going to talk about Tekken 8. I got to play it. Can you believe it? I, I still can't believe I played it. It's crazy. And then they said it was the last uh, alpha test. I did it. I, got <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, I got to play some Tekken 8. It was super amazing. And then uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about Street Fighter 6. You know? Because... What else is there to talk about this weekend other than Street Fighter 6? And mind you, I took off work. So tomorrow, the Wheel of Punishment is returning. Everybody get yourselves ready for more uh, pain, more makeup, more phone calls. Because it seems like everybody uh, enjoyed a lot of that. I enjoyed a lot of that, to be honest. It was really fun. So, without further ado, I think it's time, shall we? Ladies and gents... It's been a hot minute since we've done this, but it's time for our weekly recap. Yep, we're starting with Third Strike. This was one of the two pizza bets. This is one of the two pizza bets that we played, or that Tommy and I had. Tommy was so confident he was going to win Third Strike, and look at that. He backed up his confidence with the big win, did not drop uh, into the loser's bracket, took it straight from winners over Big Red. Uh, and Big Red, of course, in winner's finals, lost to Tommy Two-Step, worked his way up back to the grand finals and lost again. Uh, Jam Marvelous taking the big number three. Congratulations to him. Hokuto from Mexico, the only Mexican representative in the top eight. Followed by Yogurt Brain and Big Bad Wolf, Minnesota, tying for fifth. And Nipperman and Flo, Fleel, Flo, tying for seventh. Uh, tied for ninth, Mothman, uh, bestie, best name of the week, Hologram Mike Ross, uh, bestie, best name of the week, uh, runner, uh, Rescue Ryan and TBD, and tied for 13th, we had Mr. Pomegran, El Cubano Loco, Mao, and Nerdy, so congrats to everybody, uh, Third Strike was a lot of fun to watch this weekend, so congrats to everybody, man, it was super cool. Next, let's take it over to KOF. King of Fighters 15 tournament ended with Wero Asamiya fighting all the way from loser's bracket in the grand finals, taking it over Sace uh, to get the big win. Sace taking the silver. And Arslan Ash, not only a great Tekken player, also a great KOF player, taking the bronze. Uh, getting fourth is Lord Chino Funke from Peru. Andy OCR and Brightside tying for fifth. And Mooney Blues and the one, the only, the coach, Steve, tying for seventh. Tied for ninth is Rylander, good buddy of mine, used to live in Texas, now lives in uh, California. Pivot Ace, Ludovic, and El Rosa. And tied for 13th is our one and only, Donka, 
Boomcube, Corey Bell, and James Jr. Congratulations to everybody. Everybody. Playing some good-ass King of Fighters, man. If you guys didn't get to see it, there was a lot of emotion on the stage. It was super-duper cool. So shout-outs to, shout to the King of Fighters crew. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Next, let's take a look at the mystery game results. I am so salty I'm not up there. I was, I, 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 I could have done it. I could have done it, okay? But I choked. The winner is Lord Abic from the USA. The Tack Back taking uh, the second. And Azasa <laughs> taking the bronze. Trevward, Ice, Not Then Bow, Hellsap, and Brad Skills. All time, uh, all rounding out the rest of your top eight. So congratulations to everybody. Congratulations to Brad Skills because Brad Skills is the person who put me in losers, and I told him he better get top eight, and he did. So congratulations to Brad Skills, uh, for making it all the way to top eight. Super cool, dude, man. It was it was a lot of fun playing. Uh, tied for ninth is Rika Fresh, Jack Sparkles, Jinsan, and Lord BBH. Tied for thirteenth is Fireworks, Jordy, Bedoufus, and Nick Serial. Uh, also. Fireworks is the person who eliminated me from Guilty Gear. So since he's in top 13 of Mystery Game Tournament, I'll take that as a win for me. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, dude, Mystery Game Tournament's always so fun, man. If you guys didn't check out any of it, go check it out. It's just a clusterfuck and chaos in the best possible way. Next, we're going to Street Fighter V, baby. The final Street Fighter V Champion Edition Tournament before Street Fighter VI comes out. And look at that, the hometown hero pulling off the Cinderella story of a lifetime, just a kid taking it over Idom in the grand finals. And let me tell you, Midwest went crazy. St. Cola was popping off. If you guys didn't uh, join us on Tuesday morning, we had St. Cola on the show. He was talking about how great it was to see just a kid uh, do his thing. Idom taking second, Jazz Dero with a huge run all the way up to uh, bronze, and our boy Dr. African all the way from Cameroon uh, uh, representing Hitbox having a very, very respectable fourth place. Tied for fifth are Blarlad and Cheesy T, and tied for seventh are Ludovic and My Lin. Tied for ninth is Chino Funky, Brian F, Slain Man, and Corey Bell, and tied for 13th is Hitman. Zack in the Box, Dell's on Fire, and the Lord Mono. So, for those of you keeping tabs, this was our second pizza bet. And since Just a Kid won, that means I won this side of the pizza bet. So, Tommy and I are tied. That means the pizza bets are a wash. Unfortunate. 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 Next, let's go to Tekken 7. If you guys did not watch this tournament, right after this show, go watch it, dude. This top eight was unbelievable there was it was crazy there was so much crazy shit happening i can't even believe i was there to watch it i genuinely it seems like a dream arzalan ash taking it over knee after knee just barely reset the uh reset the the grand finals reset the bracket he unfortunately wasn't able to uh to do anything else after he reset the bracket but arzalan ash dominant pulling out those 400 bucks or 400 points in the uh, Tekken World Tour. Dr. Knee, <laughs> Dr. Knee, DRX Knee, uh, taking second place, taking those 300 points. Book making a crazy showing all the way up to bronze for those 220 points. Daniel Mado from Italy doing the Italian, uh, the patented Italian Cinderella story all the way up to fourth. America's last hope, Joey Fury. Love and care, Joey Fury. Tying for fifth, along with Chikorin. Do you believe Chikorin getting <laughs> tied for fifth? It's crazy. Kakoma and Sefa Black tying for seventh. So the the Deutsches, uh, the Deutschland's uh, last bastion tying for seventh with his Migwo. Congratulations to everybody on the top eight. Rangchu, Anakin, Shadow20Z, and Genghis Don tying for ninth. How's that for a list on ninth place? And tied for 13th, we got TY, Jess Andy, Chanel, and Infested. Dude, literally any of these, uh, any anybody in this top 16 could have been a winner. It's crazy how great Tekken is this year. It's wild. And last but not least, we had the Strive. 
Strive, of course, uh, joining the uh, four-digit club for the second year in a row with over a thousand entrants. And it's Tempest NYC, your back-to-back combo breaker champion. This time over Zando. Uh, Shout-outs to Zando for making a huge showing. Leffen, all the way up in third. Fourth is the Saudi Arabia's own Slash. Jonathan Tene bringing it up to the uh, tying for fifth. Tiger Pop all the way from Great Britain, also tying for fifth. SQ and Super Noon sharing seventh place. And now check out this list of names, the list of bodies. Tied for ninth is Razzo, Marvello, Rat, and Nubenheimer. Tied for 13th, Umisho, Chaos, Solstice, and Tickle Me More. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tickle Me More definitely in the running for bestie best name of the week after I just read it. Oh boy. But man, Strive is another one of those crazy games, man, where anybody can be on top. And of course, these weren't the only games at Combo Breaker this year. There was a lot more. Sonic Dolphin pulling out the end of like the big storybook ending here after getting third two years ago, getting second last year, and finally, and by two years ago, I mean 2019, because two years ago, Combo Breaker didn't happen, and finally taking the big win in KI. Crocs and Socks, Rockin' Rev 2, Uniclear won by Defiant. However, if you guys get the chance, go watch the first match of Uniclear. The most important match in FGC history it was one of the first matches in Uniclear Top 8. It was Jack Ingoff versus uh, Mike Oxlong. Go check it out. It's amazing. It's the most important match in the history of the UFC. Uh, Skullgirls was taken by, of course, Sonic Fox. Scrap Vermilion taking Type Lumina. Magi smashing Melee. Banana Ken taking Cross uh, Central Fiction, sorry. Uh, Smash Ultimate was taken by The Buzz. And BB Tag, if you guys did not follow BB Tag, BE Paw, a very, very emotional win. Amazing, amazing, amazing showing uh, by BE Paw. Go check out the finals. That man, as soon as he won, he just broke down crying uh, and made everybody else cry in the venue. It was crazy. So congratulations to B.E. Paw. Razzo taking second in that tournament as well. Multiverses were taken by FPZ. The flowchart Ken was taking DNF duel. Uh, Primal Rage, which again, if you guys did not watch Primal Rage, amazing, amazing game. We had the Condiment Grand Final. It was Mustard versus Ketchup. So Mustard taking the taking the big gold, Ketchup taking the silver there. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was taken by Nitro Knight. Them's Fighting Herds was taken by MPK. Grand Blue Versus by Wavy. VSAV, amazing tournament in VSAV. One of the Iron Galaxy guys took second uh, with Anna Karis, which, like, who the hell plays that character anymore? It's like the worst character in the game. Uh, so big ups to Ilaris for taking VSAV. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 taken by, of course, the Scorpion Prox. You, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 taken by Liberal Terminator. If you guys haven't seen this kid play, this kid is the new wave of Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He won free. Free. F-R-A-Y free. Sam Show taken by Scrub Cybot. Super Turbo taken by Mao and Virtual Fighter 5. Insert subtitle here that I don't know. Was taken by Trick. So congratulations to everybody. Congratulations to everybody on a big showing combo breaker. And that, ladies and gents, is... Your weekly recap. That was a that was a long recap. There was a lot of stuff going on at Combo Breaker. So let's get into let's get into what my weekend of Combo Breaker was like. Um, I talked a little bit about this in our morning shows, but I gotta tell you, I, I did not want to go. I, I will be a hundred percent honest. The week before, I was like just feeling anxiety. I almost canceled the trip. I you know. I just, I, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. You know what I mean? You know when you're just not feeling it? I, it's hard to explain. I hope you guys know what I'm saying, though. Um, I don't know if it was, like, anxiety. I don't know if it was, like, just panic with everything else. But I, you know, I ended up just sucking it up and going. And boy, am I glad I went. I had an absolute blast. Um, we had the show with Tommy Two-Step. Uh, Rick was nice enough to uh, hook us up and letting us use uh, the space. Unfortunately, uh Rick tried to get us to use somebody's stream setup. We weren't able to do it. Um, even the guy was, like, not able to run his own setup. It was a little bit weird. Uh, 
So we just did it from my phone. <laughs> and honestly, I'll be honest, man. That's one of my favorite shows we've ever done. Me and Tommy just on the phone. I think that show was way better than if we had done it normally, right? Uh, I had a good time. Then, of course, uh, Friday was my big tournament day. I had four pools, two of which I didn't go to. I didn't go to my Street Fighter Five pool because I had a very difficult decision to make. It was either I go play Street Fighter V in the final Street Fighter V tournament before Street Fighter VI, or I go play Tekken 8, right? And I'll just show you guys this. I went and played Tekken 8. It's upside down. Still upside down. Still upside down. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so they gave me this cool lanyard for playing Tekken 8. And man, I got to tell you guys, we're going to get into it later, but... Tekken 8, amazing. Brian was not playable. It was the same build from Tokyo Game Show. It was the same build from Tokyo Game Show. So it was only um, Paul, Jin, Kazuya, Jun, uh, Ling, Marshall, Jack, and missing one person. I'm missing one person. King, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hot Limit. King, yes. Yeah, so it was only those eight. It was the same build as the Tokyo... Uh, Tokyo, oh wait, did I say Tokyo Game Show? I meant Evo Japan. You're right, Squidly. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, uh, Evo Japan. You're right, you're right. My apologies, my apologies. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about Tekken 8 in a little bit. I then went and played my Tekken 7 pool. And, you know, like, I went 0-2 in Tekken again. Tekken's a game that I never seem to not go 0-2 in. Um, I love playing Tekken. But every time I play in tournament, like, I, everybody's just so much better than I am. <laughs> and ultimately, like, here's the thing. I haven't been playing. I have not been playing. So I don't know why I expected anything different. I'm just an idiot, right? Uh, so went 0-2 in Tekken. Had a lot of fun, by the way. Like, all the crew. Arsenal and Ash was in my pool, so my expectations were already low. And I somehow managed to even get lower than those expectations. It was crazy. Uh, but everybody was super nice. Uh, learned a lot, talked to everybody, uh, it was super cool, got to hang out a little bit, it was super fun. Uh, immediately after that, I had to run to my Strive Pool, where I went, uh, I went two and two. I was, man, I was one game away from making it out of pools, because in Combo Breaker, they have the three out, uh, you know, the three out rule, right, where if you get to winner's finals of your pool... Whether you win or lose, you make it out of pools. I was in winner's semis, and I ran into a Jacko player who made it out of pools, right? Uh, so that was, that was hard. Uh, and then I got sent to losers where I played Fireworks, the guy who got ninth at Mystery Game. And he just completely destroyed me with uh, Nago. And then he himself got destroyed by another Jacko player. There were three Jacko players in my pool who were all really good. It, it's making me think that Jacko's a problem, you know what I mean? Uh, it was Ed Venture, who I was told was like one of the best Jackos in uh, North America. Uh, then it was Shytown, that was the guy that beat me to then play Ed Venture in uh, Winner's Finals. And then, uh, I don't know the name of the other guy, but he also made it out of pool. So all three people who made it out of my pool were Jacko players. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, but again, it's like I haven't been playing, so it's my own fault, right? And for whatever reason, I have higher expectations than that. So I was starting to feel a little bit down, and I felt down enough that like I had my KOF pools, and that's a game that I don't even know how to play, so I decided to just skip it. So I didn't even go to my KOF pool. So I just walked around, watched a couple games, watched Primal Rage. Uh, I got to talk to Ketchup and Mustard after they both got first and second at Primal Rage. And man, they are so nice. They're so nice. Like, we got to chat a little bit. We talked a little about how, uh, about how we played Rumbleverse together. Um, we got to, like, chit-chat just for a hot second. And then, uh, and then we went our separate ways. Day two, I had my mystery game pool. And I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it or not. But check this shit out. I fucking won my pool in winners. Suck it, everybody. I'm going to Chipotle. Yeah! Let's go. I'm part of the cool club. I was hoping to get more than one, but I got one. Uh, and it was Mystery Game Tournament. <laughs> so Mystery Game Tournament is always hilarious because it's just a clusterfuck in the best way. 
this year things were a little bit different, right? Because MSI uh, sponsored or MSI sponsored the tournament. So instead of having the cap at 256, they were able to extend the cap to 200 or 512, which was not reached, by the way. Uh, and all of the games were emulated on MSI laptops. It made things a little bit quicker, right? Because usually with Mystery Game, what they do is they actually like unplug systems and then plug other systems in, right? So it takes a little while to switch between rounds. So this felt a lot more, uh, a lot more streamlined. It was very interesting. Um, I for whatever reason, my pool, uh, I got two buys, uh, like two, like two of my first matches didn't show up, and then we played Toshinden Battle Arena where I played the Whip Lady, and uh. I just kept hitting sweep, and my opponent didn't know how to deal with it. It was great. And then for winner's finals of my pool, we played some weird wrestling game where I picked a guy with a turban. I found he did this weird flip kick, and then, like, whenever I got a knockdown, I figured out how to mount my opponent, but, like, then we would just run, a, like, roll around. It was weird. It was weird. And then if you guys did not watch the stream, I choked really hard in uh, lightning... What's it called? Like the Daigo's something? It was like Lightning something. I forget what it's called. Lightning Legend? Something like that. Um, and that's the game I played. Uh, Brad Skills. Uh, and I was match point. 1-0. Match point, And then I choked and lost. <laughs> and then after that, I immediately went and played another game, which was an awful, awful game. I don't even know what it was called, but it, like you were, we were robots. And I saw somebody pick a giant dragon robot and beat ass. So myself and my opponent picked the giant dragon robot. And again, 1-0, match point, and then I choked it. Two times in a row. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. Uh, so I O2'd out of top 64. Still got... I just threw it. Uh, still got the, uh, the Chipotle card, uh, but didn't do too well for the rest of the tournament, unfortunately. With that said, though, I had a blast. Even though I was a little bit sad, um, I had a blast. And everybody I played was super nice. Like, we were all just laughing and having, like, just laughing at all the games uh, and all the crazy shit that, like, you know, existed in the 80s and 90s <laughs> and 2000s, too. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And if it wasn't for the fact that everybody... It, that's one of those things that, like, reminds me why I enjoy going to tournament. Is that card considered a reward or a punishment? I don't know, man. It's shiny. Like, that's my favorite part about it. But that's one thing that kind of I always forget about traveling to tournaments is that, like, when you're there and everybody loves fighting games and you're just, like, there, like, enjoying each other's company and enjoying the games you're playing, like, that's a special feeling that's difficult to get anywhere else. Um, so shout-outs to everybody I met this weekend. Shout-outs to everybody I played. Shout-outs to everybody that beat me up. And, uh, and shout-outs to Rick DeHado and Eidolon and everybody else who is in the Combo Breaker team because it was, it, was, it, was, you know, it was nothing short of an amazing time. Um, for the first time in my FGC career, I even, I even uh, hung out at the bar afterwards. Uh, I got to meet Maureen. You know, Maureen was on the show. I got to meet Maureen. Uh, beautiful, beautiful human being. She's so funny, so energetic. Same thing with Yohozi. I got to meet Yohozi. Um, we chatted for a little bit because she was leaving from Mystery Game uh, Top 64 while I was going in for my wave, so we got to say hello. Uh, met up with St. Cola, and I th I've said this story, man. Like, St. Cola, I was walking around after losing out of Mystery Game, and I was feeling like I was a little bit in my feelings, and St. Cola, like, gave me a little little bit of a pep talk or as dr african calls it the pepsi talk uh and uh man it like you know it, it's it's easy to just tell someone else to go away instead of like you know talking to them and like picking them up off the ground when they're feeling low so shout outs to saint cola uh i tried to stream from the venue i the twitch streaming app sucks i need to find an alternative um Hopefully, I can find something that doesn't drop and not tell me so that we can do a proper stream from a tournament venue. Uh, I walked around. I interviewed the guys over at Victrix only to see after the interview that the stream went down. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, I also got to meet some of the MSI guys. The MSI guys were super nice, so shout-outs to them. Uh, still have not had Popcorn Baron. The Popcorn Baron line was crazy all weekend. The The arcade at this year's Combo Breaker was something 
out of like a dream. It was crazy. They even had a crazy taxi machine. Tommy Two Step and I were like fighting over who was gonna play that first. That was it was awesome. I almost got a high score. Uh but it was super duper fun, man. Uh that arcade was amazing. Uh, the ghost pepper popcorn is good. I've never had popcorn baron. Uh I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh oh! How could I forget? Uh this was, I think, something that this was something that happened that I was not expecting to happen in a million years, but kind of made this weekend all the more special because of it. This is myself and some of the devs from Rumbleverse and Larry at God on the right. Uh, Heeman, who was the community, who is the community manager at Iron Galaxy, was the community manager for Rumbleverse, uh, brought a bunch of the guys to come watch fighting games, and then we ran into each other. So we decided to take this Rumbleverse community picture here. Uh, there were like four other people who had left by this point. So unfortunately, we didn't get everybody like Wheels. Uh, Triumph was there. So there was a lot of other people that should have been in this picture. But unfortunately, we didn't get there quite in time. Uh, and of course, me striking a Rumbleverse pose. Uh, Lariat God, who used to go by Nerf Meditate in the game, meditating. Uh, the person to the left or to the right of Lariat God is Mike. Uh, recruiter. The person with the baby is Keeman, uh, the community manager. He's the person who did all those broad, uh, all those uh, update streams with Keats. Uh, to his left is uh, Andrew or Arthur. Man, I suck with names. Anyway, all of those guys were super nice to hang with and super cool. Um, and meeting them made it all made this week all the much more special, right? Because like. I did not expect that to happen in a million years. So we all got to like reminisce a little bit about how much fun we had with Rumbleverse. We got to meet each other, like, you know, and just hang out, man. It, it was chill. It was cool. It was dope. So big ups to the Iron Galaxy guys. And then Sunday. Sunday happened. It was just finals, man. <laughs> it was just everybody screaming all the time. <laughs> uh it was it was really cool, man. Uh I haven't gotten to enjoy being in a crowd, I think, since Evo last year. Um, even Combo Breaker last year, I didn't stay in the crowd, right? I'm still getting used to being in crowds after, you know, the pandemic and everything. Like, I still, like, it still feels weird being in crowds. So, but I was able to stay for, um, I was able to stay for KOF. I watched KOF. The, the cool thing about Combo Breaker is since they have that giant setup with five streams in one wall... I got to watch KOF, uh, Virtual Fighter, and um, Uni uh, Uniclear all at the same time, right? So I got to see the legendary Jack Ingoff versus Mike Oxlong match. Uh, I then moved over and got to see the start of Tekken and the end of uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Or, I'm sorry, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I met Jadlin. Uh, I met Jadlin, and she was like, I was literally just walking by, and she walked by in front of me. So I pulled her aside, and we had a nice little chat. She is down to be on the show, so we'll probably have Jadlin on the show in the near future. That's going to be really cool. Uh, she seems like a super, super nice person. Uh, I, when, I, when I saw her, I was like, hey, are you Jadlin? She goes, that's me. Uh, she's very funny. She's very funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, we, and then, you know, I tried to find a spot to sit down and watch Tekken, and I found a damn nice spot. I found a damn nice spot to watch some Tekken. Got to see, oh, I forgot to say this. Immediately, immediately after I played Tekken 8, I was walking back into the venue and I saw Harada. And I pulled Harada over. I was like, Harada-san. And then in English, because I don't know how to speak Japanese. I was like, I was wearing the, I was wearing the, uh, the lanyard. So I did one of these. I was like, I just played Tekken 8. And I think he understood that because he goes, he went, oh. And then I said, it was really fun, man. Great job. And then he goes, oh. And then he walked away. So I don't, th I don't think he understood what I was saying. Uh, and then on Sunday, when I was doing that stream that kept dropping out, <laughs> uh, immediately when I got off the elevator, I saw the Bandai Namco. The Namcops were all chilling by the elevator, right? So it was Michael Murray, Harada, and like three other people who were definitely from uh, Namcops. Uh, and I leaned over to Michael Murray and I was like, Hey, 
I just I played the Tekken beta this week. I had a blast. Thank you so much. And Michael Murray was like, "Oh, dude, thanks." And uh, I think Michael Murray's reaction gave Harada the information, right? Because Harada then turned around to me and was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, it was really cool. I wish I spoke Japanese so I could, like, tell Harada, like, what I'm actually saying. But I think it's funnier that he doesn't know. <laughs> He's so funny, man. I love that whole crew, dude. They're so cool. Um, But, yeah, I just said hi and then kept going on my way. So I didn't ask him for shit. I just said I enjoyed Tekken 8 and I had a lot of fun. Uh, And then, of course, as we were uh, about to watch Tekken 7 Top 8. This happened. So his taunt does something now. That's wacky. It's not just an unblockable attack that you can do jet up or whatever. This is the most badass intro I've ever seen in my life. So I didn't see any taunt jet uppers, which makes me a little bit worried, but the fact that he still has stuff off of taunt is awesome. And then of course. release this track soon um but yeah so unfortunately bandai namco europe forgot to change an am to a pm so in the middle of the night this trailer was out on youtube for a short period of time which everybody saw so uh when harada and michael murray came up they asked people to pretend so that they could look good to their bosses so they asked the people to pretend that they hit this is the first time they're seeing it and then and the person who was the hypest was going to get a shirt a Brian uh Fury like Tekken 3 shirt signed by Michael Murray and Harada and for whatever reason this is stuck in the back of my head I don't know I don't know if it's like a I don't know if it's a response to how funny it was or how bizarre the situation was but after everything happened Michael Murray goes, oh, the shirt goes to that guy who lost most of, most of his clothes <laughs> while getting hype. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to forget him saying that. I don't know why. That's like a core memory now. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, and then they, they were nice enough to they were nice enough to have like last minute put together a clip of heat rush combos. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Heat Rush is basically like Dry Brush, right? Uh, you can dash out of a move that you land uh, in order to keep a combo going. So they showed off a lot of that uh, in this trailer that they cobbled together because they wanted to show us something new in one way or another. So that was super duper cool of them. Uh, and the trailer was super hype because we got to see a lot of, like all of the characters that they've announced so far, including Brian, uh, 
including Brian Fury. So it was pretty cool. Pepperoons wins you stuff? It looks like it animates him. Yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, I'm happy for that guy, man. He, he seemed like he was super stoked about getting that shirt. Um, so, yeah. Watch the rest of Tekken 8 or Tekken 7. Mind-blowing top 8 for Tekken. Unbelievable. Like, people were walking out and, like, they didn't believe what had happened. Right? Like, it's literally like a dream. Because, like, after it all happened, it was like, did we actually just watch this? <laughs> Uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Super fun to watch. Super. It was super cool to get hype with a group of people, right? I haven't done that in a hot minute. Um. So that was super cool. Uh. But that was essentially my combo breaker experience. Um. And then I, you know, I went to the bar and said goodbye to a couple people, said hello to a couple people, and then went to bed because I'm an old man and I cannot stay up past like nine o'clock. Uh. But shout outs to combo breaker, man. Genuinely, like. Every time I go to Combo Breaker, man, it's one of those, like, life-affirming... Like, it's a very, like, reaffirming th this, uh... Reaffirming experience, right? Because it's like, yeah, I like fighting games. Yes, I like the FGC. Yes, I am going to keep doing this for a while. <laughs> as long as I can. Or as long as I want to, I guess. Uh, whenever that is. Uh, but yeah. And shout-outs to Rick. I, you know, got to chat with him, like very briefly um and i also got to meet eidolon for the first time uh got to chat with her for like a millisecond cool people absolutely wonderful people um i'm happy i did saw sharpie for like a millisecond uh i tried to say hi but then she just started like trying to get me to talk to like a game dev she was working with um which was cool they're probably going to be guests on the show and the like before july so we're gonna get to talk about them it was uh the game five force fighters which i got to see the grand finals for uh that's a really cool game it's a very unique game and it's a game that i think is going to be very important i'll say that i forgot to breathe throughout all of that shout outs to uh tommy two-step and shout outs to raf uh i roomed with them this weekend and i was very nervous about it but they were unbelievably kind um, shout outs to Marine and Yohozi. Meeting them in real life was super cool after having them on the show. Uh, Vicious was there. Got to talk with Vicious for a hot minute. St. Cola was there. Uh, saw Yipe. Saw Tasty Steve. You know, had a grand old time. Had a grand old time. Let's talk about the, the cool stuff. The, the real stuff. And I'm going to send it to Elon on the top right. Or, oh, I'm sorry, on the top left. Because, you know, like I said, I got to play Tekken 8. And he, he, he noted down most of it. So here you go. Hey, you didn't fuck up the transition this time. Good job there, guy. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Elon on the top left. Let's talk about Tekken 8, shall we? Tekken 8, for those of you that don't know, uh, at Evo Japan, at the mix-up and at Combo Breaker, they had closed alpha tests where you had to win a lottery to go play. Uh, I fortunately won the lottery to go play at combo breaker and that is where they announced that that was the last alpha test location alpha test that they were going to do and then on monday everybody saw on the stream database that there is a cnt a closed network test for tekken 8 that got uploaded to steam so that's the next phase well we don't know any information about it we don't know any information about it whether that cnt is going to happen now or later but it's up on steam um I'd like to do it sooner rather than later, but we'll see. You're so mad you wanted to try it at CEO. Dude, I get it, man. And I'll tell you, that's a game you want to play. Tekken, uh, Tekken 8 is... So here's how this whole thing worked. It almost seemed a little shady when it first started, right? Because I they, were, they had a table outside of the venue. Like for those of you that have been to Combo Breaker, to uh, the Renaissance at Schomburg, it was outside of the convention center. Or, yeah, because, like, you know, the convention center is one gigantic room. And then you go outside, and it's, like, you know, the, like, where the artist alley stuff. And then if you go all the way to the corner right before you leave the building, there's, like, one little hallway there. That's where the Tekken 8 stuff was. <laughs> they were, like, in the back corner, like, hidden away. It was a little bit weird. Um, so you show up. You scan a C uh, QR code, and they see that you won. And then they put you in for a time slot. Uh... And then they give you a little card, and they tell you to come back during your time slot. Uh, it's like between, uh, it's like 
three a three hour gap that you could just show up and you can play. So mine turned out to be right when my Street Fighter Five pool was going on. So I ditched my Street Fighter Five pool. Uh, and you go up and like you know there's like a dude like sitting there like, kind of like security like a bouncer, and you give him the card and he like looks you up and down and then he goes all right. And then you go in, they take you through like these like hallways, like offices in the back of the convention center. It's like very shady, very weird. And then you go into a room where there's like five setups and it's like you have 10 people, right? They paired me up with someone before I went in. When we were in there, they had like little egg timers underneath every monitor. And they set the egg timers for 25 minutes. And I was like, fuck, 25 minutes? What the hell can I... Like I don't think I don't even think I can enjoy a game for playing it for the first time in 25 minutes. Boy was I wrong. And here's why. Tekken 8 is fast. It is so fucking fast. Think about the difference between Street Fighter 2 and Super Turbo. That's the difference between Tekken 7 and Tekken 8. You are making so many more decisions so much faster. Like everything that you do is so fucking quick, right? Uh, the fact that a lot of the more punishable stuff is... Uh, like a lot of the stuff in Tekken 7 that is hella punishable or, like, any time you take a risk, like, whatever the risk aversion is, has been toned down. So it gives you more incentive to be more active. Is the running-only rumor true? I don't think so. I don't think I ran. I can't remember. So I only played... Jack, because I didn't know how to play any other character, right? I play Dragonov and Leroy. Leroy was not available in the game yet. Dragonov hasn't even been announced in Tekken 8 if he's going to be in it. So I play Jack, and Jack is... So I forget who said it, but it's basically like Tekken 7 on crack because Jack's game plan is exactly the same. Down back 2 or Jackhammer, right? But... They, they had these giant cards, like uh, 8x11 cards with all of the, all of like the important stuff, like the heat engagers, the like sample combos, sample launcher combos, and all that other stuff. They had it all written down. Forward walking is still there. Squidly, yeah. I w forward walked a lot. That I can 100% uh, confirm. Um, so, with the heat system, they made it so that like whenever you use an important tool of your character if you get a hit with it it activates right and whenever you activate heat where like you know you see you saw like in the brian trailer like when he hits paul and then paul doubles over and brian runs towards them it's not a combo it's not a combo it's a reset like it's a reset situation where the person who activated heat has hella advantage so essentially whoever got hit by the heat thing you got to block a mix-up, right? You got to block a mix-up or you got to do something that's invincible, uh, which I think is super interesting. Yeah, the movement is exactly like Tekken 7 to a T. It's just faster, right? It's a lot snappier. And that's something I never thought I would say about a Tekken game. It feels super snappy. Like as soon as you hit a button, it's like pow. Um, like whenever I was hitting like down back two, it was just like, like it was so fast. Um, Jack's new uh Jack's new stance is like a Gigas stance or more like the the way I compared it to was like uh Zangief V skill one because he goes like this and he gets armor and then he has follow-ups off of it and he has a punch follow-up, a kick follow-up, and a grab follow-up. So that shit was super cool. He even has like heat engagers off of it, which is really neat. Um, and shout out to the person I was playing with. I don't know their name. I forget. But, uh, like, we played a couple of matches of just mashing buttons. And then, like, we stopped and we were like, hey, let's try some shit. Um, so, like, we learned, like, the sample combos that they had. We learned the heat engagers. Paul, apparently, Paul, it works a little bit differently, right? Because Paul had the back sway. I think my opponent, uh, the person I was playing with, said that the sway works a little bit differently. But then he also said that he plays on a different gate than the sticks that were there. Because they had combat titans up on the, on the um, on the setups, so I didn't want to like unplug something to plug in my own stick because that was just gonna waste time. So 
I don't know whether my opponent was having issues with the gate or whether things work differently or not. Uh, magic fours no longer work. You just get it. You just get knocked down. You just crumple over and you get knocked down. You don't get a launcher combo like you used to. Uh, a lot of lows that used to knock down and give you launchers no longer do so. Uh, so, for example, if Dragonoff comes back, I can imagine his down two just being like a regular, like being like a Jack down back two, right? Uh, and the the thing I found super interesting is. There wasn't enough information, right? So, like, every time we did activate heat mode, like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, I don't know what Jack gained. And I tried a couple of different things and never quite found it. Um, and I think we knew what my opponent's stuff was because they showed Paul off, right? Like, with Paul, he has guard breaks and he does a lot more chip uh, when he's in heat mode. The thing that I found very interesting is this. There are times where I activated heat mode without knowing I was going to do it, right? I was literally, like, just going for a punish, and then all of a sudden I'm in heat mode. It's like, oh, shit. There were a lot of other times where I wanted to activate heat mode, but I kept forgetting the input. <laughs> um, I also, like, barely used the heat smash, but the heat smash is basically, like, a combo ender that you can use. Uh, and that, like, takes the rest of your meter away, and it gives you, like, a really high damage. But yeah, it's it, the thing that took me by surprise the most was just how snappy the game felt, how fast the game was, and how beautiful the game is. What, the one worry everybody, including myself, had is with all of the new particle effects, with all of the new shit, right, that it was going to deter from the game itself, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, it, I didn't even notice it was there. And it wasn't until I was watching someone else play that I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, like all of the hit sparks fit right in, all of the crazy explosions fit right in, and it doesn't deter from the gameplay. It's super cool. And they were all running on PlayStation 5s. It was all running on PlayStation 5s, and it felt really, really fucking good. So if there is like a display delay with that the setups that we had, then if like we get that to an even lower delay, then that game is going to be even snappier and even crazier, right? Um... But all in all, I think the, the takeaway from Tekken 8 that I had was going to a tournament for a Tekken 7 is already exhausting, right? In the sense that when you're playing Tekken 7, you have to be tuned in like 100%, 100,000%. You can't just play half-assedly. Um, because as soon as you lose focus, your opponent's going to know, right? And you have to do make a lot of decisions all of the time. In Tekken 8, that's tripled. So you're making... Three times as many decisions in three times as fast of the time, right? And when I first, like I said, when I first hopped in, they gave us 25 minutes. We played to a point that I was exhausted. And we still had five minutes to go, right? <laughs> like, it got to a point where I was like, holy shit. Like, I, I just had to, like, take a breath, right? It Like, the game is, like... They they somehow managed to make the game feel like super high octane, which in a fighting game, I think is something that I think will be very welcome, right? Because the difficulty with fighting games is you have to like hold back the beast, right? You have to be like, you have to be very patient. You have to hold it back. You can't really like overextend. You can't really like fuck it up. In Tekken, like they want you to do this shit, right? So like they want you to like completely like go into it speak for yourself ah fuck you uh like i think that's going to be a very welcome change and it's going to be super interesting to see how this works as a tournament game because of just how crazy this game is and with that said the i was kind of worried about the whole concept of oh we want everybody to play super aggressive so you can't play uh you can't play like you normally would you can still play tekken Right? You can still turtle. I was doing it. And it's perfectly fine. Yeah, you eat a little bit of chip and you eat a little bit of gray life, but as soon as you get that punish, you gain it all back. Right? So you can still play Tekken very defensively. And I think that is something that is super interesting. Um it really is just like boxing. You just gotta pick your spots, man. You just really gotta pick your spots. Uh that's what I find very interesting about the game.
dick jabs kind of don't work anymore from what I saw, right? Because the game moves so much faster, like, dick jabs just don't feel like a worthwhile tool. They don't show that much in trailers. Yeah, like, even the gameplay stuff, like, it, it's just not worth doing because you have so many other tools that you can use uh, that take place of the uh, the down ones that it almost does like it almost doesn't matter. So like something that they really try to get you to use are power crushes, right? Um, I think instead of doing down ones, a lot of people are going to be replacing down ones with power crushes. I think that's what's going to be the big the big shift, if you will. The down ones no longer seem like a viable strategy. I think power crushes are going to take place of that. The other thing I tried, and I, I'm glad I just remembered about this. The other thing I tried is the simple, simplified input mode. The simplified input mode just makes it seem like you're playing something like uh, Devil May Cry. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. It genuinely seems like you're just playing like an action adventure game where like, you know, you have like square is light, triangle is heavy, and circle is kick. And then you just like go around and like click buttons and do cool shit. Like, that's genuinely what that made me think of. And it's so cool. The fact that you can activate it and deactivate it was super neat. Because, like, at certain times, like, I would get a launcher punish. And then I would just activate it and just smash triangle because that was the air combo. <laughs> and it would do a full combo. It was super cool. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, it's definitely not an optimal combo. So, definitely not going to be feasible on a competitive level. But... Fucking hell, uh, like fucking cool, nonetheless. It's it's just a different way to play the game. It's just a different way to play the game. If Machete would give you the ten hit, that would be really funny. That would also force everybody to learn everybody's ten hit. <laughs> okay. Um, does anybody have any questions about Tekken Eight that I haven't addressed? Uh, let me know, and I can I can answer them. As far as from a gameplay perspective. Uh, but after everything. Uh, they had us fill out a survey, which was like, what did you think of this? What did you think of that? Blah, 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 blah. So we filled out that survey. It took forever. And then they gave us the lanyard. And then they just made us like go out of a door that put us like somewhere in the convention center. I don't even remember where. It was very interesting. Um, but yeah, even in the YouTube comments, if you're watching there on YouTube, if you guys got any questions about Tekken 8, post them in the comments. I'll answer them. I, will, I look at YouTube comments a lot because I have nothing else better to do. So... Talk to me, please. Yeah, the game UI is just exactly what you've seen, uh, where it's character portrait, life bar, and then the, the heat bar underneath it, and the heat bar completely goes away once you use it up. Let's talk about Street Fighter Six, shall we? Wait, actually, let me do something real quick. Let me do something real quick. One second, please. One moment. One moment. One moment. One moment. One moment. Thank you for thank you guys for being here as always. Um I just need to set one quick thing up here so that we can move on. Uh but while we're waiting, uh something cool that I did see right before we started the show. Um I did not see any fanfare about this at all, but I'm really happy that I saw um, I'm really happy that I saw this right before the show went on. So check this out. Oh, wait, shit. That's the wrong one. This is the one we want. What? There we go. Katsumoksil! 
Instead of talking about how I'm excited for Street Fighter 6, I figured it'd be cooler if we just played some Street Fighter 6.